0: This
1: is the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. Welcome to Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight Alongside Me, we got David. What up, Spook Kids? Spim kids, also known as Nightly. Freddy is not here because of a schedule conflict. So therefore, we are still a group of knights with an absolute love for film and a passion for horror. This is a podcast that takes a different horror film to break down and discuss the ultimate question. Why horror? So at the lights, sit back and let the light of darkness envelop you. If you like then one extra horror-related content, head over to patreon.com slash nightlightpod. That's night with a what? Okay. <gasps> Indeed it is. Keeping things going with that somebody call a priest month. <laughs> this has been a great month so far. Yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with this month. It's, it's been great watching Possession Horror Films with you. Yes, I, I <laughs>
2: very much enjoy them, as many may know.
1: <laughs> it's, it's nice to kind of be in your world a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I feel I feel awakened, if you will. But before we talk about the penultimate film of this month, I want to give a special shout-out to our patrons over on patreon.com slash nightlightpods.com with a K. want to give a special shout-out to Frank. Kit, Kristen, Laura, Bragalock, Spencer, Lizzie, Josh, Vaughn, Alexis, Johnny, Layla, Eric, Kelly, Daniel, Cheyenne, Carrie, Stu, Anna, Stephanie, Calvin, Drew, also known as Silent Night, also known as a podcast matter, Scary Stuff Podcast, uh, Willow, Patrick, Jessica, Jared, Jasmine, Chantal, Rio, Jesse, Joe, Kaylee, Rob, and last but certainly not least, freddie thank you all so much for supporting the dream keeping the lights on keeping the patronage going very much appreciate that thank y'all so much i know a lot of y'all have been here for a long time and thank you very much we truly appreciate it you all have seen us grow in so many different ways (laughs) so appreciate that but tonight the film that we are going to be discussing is none other than the cleansing hour first and foremost david I want to know your fucking thoughts on this.
2: <laughs> oh man, I am conflicted with this movie.
1: I feel like it's a David ass movie, it, but at the same time, it's also a corny ass movie. It, it is. So I think
2: I think expectations are really important here and I, I think I didn't um I didn't realize what the proper expectations were until I finished the movie. <laughs> I Let me open up with this statement. I hated the first thirty minutes of this movie. Fair, and then at minute, I mean, nothing really happens. I mean, like it's it's I understand that it's like you know, a scam, and it's uh, it's very almost B movie like. Yeah, um, that's fair. But I just didn't really like the writing, um, and a lot of the dialogue that was happening. Right, um, right. But at the thirty minute. Point of the movie, like when shit goes down, I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> where did this go? It, it's almost like it it's lowered so my expectations <laughs> so much, just so it could have those grand moments. Right. Now, I think there are quite a number of great moments in this movie that I really like. Okay, but there's many low points as well for me. Mm. So I, it was a roller coaster ride for me. There was moments where I'm like. I fucking hate this (laughs) to only then be followed up with like, Oh, what the fuck? This is rad. Um, I think the, 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 the presentation of the demon here was, uh, really well done. It wasn't too crazy, but it was very efficient. It
1: was effective and effective.
2: Yes. Um, we could we could dive in more later of like, what, what is the drive here and everything like that? But I think sure. ultimately, like uh, after watching this, I realized you're not supposed to take it too seriously. It's almost like a, a horror comedy session yep. film. And um, I think if you go in with that um, expectation of like not taking it too seriously and understanding what it is, yeah. it's, it's a very enjoyable movie. Uh, it's a fun ride. I agree. Uh, and it almost like felt... Like I said earlier, B movie like, and I think if I went in with that mindset, mindset, I, I would have probably liked it way more from the start. <laughs> um, but it was a roller coaster. But uh, I, I, the the moments that were high points for me definitely made it worth watching.
1: Right, right, right yeah, right, right.
2: I enjoyed it. Okay, yeah, because there was times where I was kind of like bashing on it while I was watching it by myself, but I was like. <laughs> I'm having fun doing this. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. That's that's the best way to put it. I feel like this movie's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. I do not think this movie's good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think it's. I, I don't know. Like I'm I'm not the biggest fan of the acting. Yeah. I, that's where uh, it really
2: brings it down to me. Yeah. And a lot of the, the character portrayals and the way that some characters are written, it's like. talks like this right exactly
1: and that's that's the that was my main issue was was just the dialogue yeah the dialogue itself was just so hard for me to kind of get through um and i even thought kyle Gallner was just okay in this like i wasn't like completely like usually i i'm enamored by his performances but um this one i was just like it kind of felt like he didn't. He really didn't feel like being there. <laughs> like it, just, it, like that felt like a job for him. And yeah. like then to me, I felt like that that was presented in some ways. But um not to necessarily say he did a bad job, because um, I thought I thought everyone was kind of just okay. Like everyone to me matched.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think like that's no a one, really good way to no put it. No one
1: outacted anyone. No Definitely one was better not. than anyone. No one really held the movie or carried the film. Yeah. Everyone kind of was just on leveled playing field.
2: I felt like you really watch this for those what the fuck moments. Like, yeah. What are, they, well, what are
1: they doing? Right, exactly. Yeah. As
2: far as a movie making approach. Right. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Like a lot of the side characters are just like they're – they're almost, ri- it seems like they're r- written by people that have never like actually interacted with the type of characters that they're creating.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I completely agree with that. And yeah. I definitely think, like I said, I, I think this movie is fun. Yeah. And will I watch it again? Probably. Like <laughs> I, I, would, I would love to watch this with like a group of friends. Uh, yeah. And, and just hanging out with some pizza or whatever. And, totally. and just kind of talking through the film you know and it like to me that would be a lot of fun for this movie and i feel like this movie would be a very fun conversation piece as well during like i guess more commentary piece like while while watching the film itself like i think that would be a lot of fun with this movie and uh i i don't know like i just there's just bits and pieces of it where i'm just like "Mm, okay like the way like the, the way that they have the cell phones irked me. Oh, like yeah. the the like calling 911 and how the phones just wouldn't work anymore. I was just like this. But later
2: they call 911 and it's totally fine. It's totally fine.
1: Yeah. Totally fine. And like, just the way things would disconnect.
2: Yeah. And I, we've <laughs> talked about this in plenty of movies before, but like the whole distorted oh, video yeah. effect
1: that looks yeah, obviously fake. It really, and- really has it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, the font choices as well kind of confused me. Like the font choices felt like an action movie.
2: Yes. That's and- what that's <laughs> so th- all these things that you're listening are why it feels very B movie to me. But yeah. it, I I don't know if this movie was intending for that. I don't think they were. And that's the thing that kind of pulls me away from it. Yeah. Because I feel like there was like almost a rise of intentional B movies. Right. Where yeah, we're trying to be B movie. Well, yeah, and it's I mean, enjoyable and comedic, and like this almost just feels like it is taking itself seriously, but right. the per, the finished product is something that isn't supposed to be taken seriously. Right,
1: exactly. I mean, there, there's a, a length of a production company called Trauma. Um, for example, we covered one of Trauma, one of uh, Trauma films. Uh, the only film we covered by Trauma, which was Death by Temptation. Um, so, like, very B movie. Um, and they didn't seem like they were trying to make anything extravagant. They were just kind of you know working within the limits of their budget. Yeah. Um. But with this, like, I think, for example, showing the demon at the end wasn't the greatest choice. <laughs> well, yeah,
2: it was so confusing because I was like, wait, is this the demon or is this the devil that just showed up now? This is,
1: I think it was the devil. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just, it, I, I feel like it would have worked so much better if they would have just left it alone yeah just, was, left, just left it like inside of her or whatever and yeah like instead of it going into someone who's dead or, and switching to this very bad cg devil that yeah stared at the screen and looked like <laughs> fucking optimus prime <laughs> but
2: there <laughs> so. was yeah there was a la carte good moments and it felt like there were good ideas that
1: were presented and they, i think the idea of this movie is fantastic
0: yeah
2: i and, love the idea and, of this and it movie. felt like they had a right around the ideas, right? They right. had to add more to actually make a story out of it.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. But yeah, so many questions. Like, why did this demon care? Uh, why was it... I mean, I guess it insinuates that it's from Max's past, but like, if it was that, and then what was the point of trying to have them do all this stuff? Why them? And then
1: yeah, why did the I devil
2: th- show up? Who I possessed all
1: it, the people at the end? I think it was supposed to just be the devil possessing everyone. But, weird, yeah. Like, I think that was just supposed to be it. Um, like, like more like hypnotism or whatever Got to it. like be his army. like, yeah, like they're his now his demons. his legion, yeah, exactly. So I feel like that's what that was supposed to mean, or that's how that was supposed to work, yeah. but, um, I wanted to see that movie, yeah, you know, I wanted to see that movie a little bit more uh, where, like this fucking kid killed the president. <laughs> like, like I wanted to see that like well, yeah. what the fuck's going on so yeah um, I think this movie also would have worked better if it was found footage style totally yeah because they would have been able to get away with a lot more of these antics also, it said 1080p when they would show the cameras, and that was totally like fucking like 420. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was it was not good. Um, There's some silly
2: yeah. moments, yeah, like because yeah, like even just talking about 1080p, right? And like they comment <laughs> on it, and I'm like, okay, this is gonna mean something later. It's like, no, nope. it's just a,
1: yeah, just a bit, yeah, that it's just was a one
2: liner, and- just
1: a bit. The only thing that meant something later was when she tripped over the snake. Yeah, which- that was the only because it, it would wrap around it, wraps around. Um, what the fuck's his name? It, it's, it's, I want to say Kyle, but that's his real name, but it wraps around Kyle, whatever his name is in the movie. Um, but and then like the, uh, the AR glasses felt completely forced into
2: the movie, just like his name wh- was Drew. That's Drew. what his name was. It's yeah. like, why? That was there's a, yeah, there's a lot of things where I th- I thought they were trying to set something up, but it's like. Yeah, you set something up, but you didn't really execute. Right, right. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, let's jump into this shit, man, because I, I, <laughs> I'm i sure we got a lot to take. <laughs> yeah. The Cleansing Hour, directed by Damien Levesque, released March 6, 2020, with a runtime of one hour and 34 minutes. No budget found, no box office related. Rating of 74% on Rotten Tomatoes. Excuse me. We open directly with the Our Father prayer while another man groans in pain, fading to, priest, to a priest named Max praying over a guy who's strapped to a gurney with an EKG machine and IV attached to him. Max pours holy water on him, causing him to scream and then laugh through the supposed the supposed pain. The flame on the candles explode with large flames as antics amp up, Max demanding for the demon to give him his name. The man speaks in a foreign language before Max brings out the big guns across demanding for the name yet again finally he gives in giving his name as bath <laughs> as he as the gurney drops Max walks over to the holy manuscript knowing that they can now read the correct right sense they have its name the gurney wheels over to him bumping into him and causing him to fall down the gurney slowly rises up as the man continues laughing and with a deep growling voice he calls over to one of his assistants in Spanish to help him hold up the book as he reads Reads. He begins his commandments before the man breaks through the strap grabbing Max. Max calls to have the book raised higher so he can continue reading further as Beleth supposedly has the man begin to bleed from his head, arguing that Max is too weak to defeat him as he growls. Max continues reading, causing him to fly back. He runs over to him, reading more fearlessly <laughs> off the fucking bat. This is corny as shit. Yes. But like <laughs> I mean you know
2: what? Uh, jumping ahead a little bit but it's, it was a relief when it was revealed fake. to be fake because yeah. I was like this has to be fake because like it was these, corny like whitewashed looking motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> like, like this no way a movie would actually do this beca- today because it it's just so corny and it, yeah. it coming off as, cor- as corny and it had and I'm watching I'm like this has to be like a fake movie in this movie right, right. and it was yeah. such a relief when it was
1: that's true. Yeah. That is true. Because uh, it, it was really hard for me to read this with a straight face. <laughs> but, like, it, it is corny. I mean, there, there are moments in here, though, that, like you said, that do work. Um, and this is where I just start busting up laughing. This is my second time watching this. But this is where I started just busting up laughing. To be honest, the first time I watched this, I checked out. So I didn't, like, watch it completely. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I watched the whole thing, but, like, I would hop on my phone. I think I grabbed my Switch at one point. Damn. Like, I checked out.
2: I'm surprised you had this on the, the, list. the list this month, then, um, hearing
1: that. I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't at first. Um, I was going to put this against The Exorcist, but I knew it would have been a blowout. Yeah. Um, But I didn't want two two-hour Films on here, yeah, because it was the it was the medium oh, is what I had first. Okay, um, and the medium's also a two-hour film. It's a two-hour f- foreign language film but The Exorcist is also two hours and I was like I really don't want to have to do two (laughs) two hour films I know The Exorcist is gonna win Yeah, (laughs) I guess I gave away what the film is for next week (laughs) (laughs) after a loud growl the man comes back to his sense speaking to Max in Spanish unsure on what what just happened he lets the man know that his family is with him bringing them all in to allow them to greet him (laughs) he's like come on (laughs) Max walks over to the camera claiming that another demon has been vanquished revealing that he he was live streaming the whole thing, telling his followers to tune in and following uh the following week to follow them at Cleansing Hour and at Father Max TCH, thanking him, <laughs> thanking them all for their support before signing off with the sign of the cross, fading to his merch. I mean, good setup. It is a good setup. Good yes. setup.
2: Um, it's comedic. Like the setup.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is comedic. Yeah, for sure. Like I someone i was reading the reviews and someone um said that this movie felt more of a horror comedy um and i agree to an extent though because there are certain moments in this movie where i'm just like this is not funny like this is uh yeah. this is brutal i always i always like the burning of the lights
2: yeah i was fuck come back to author's intent and i always yeah. wonder like was the goal to make this a horror comedy or I don't think is so. that just how it was received? Right. I think that's how it was received. Yeah. yeah
1: like I don't think this was supposed to be a horror comedy. Yeah. Like I feel like this was definitely just supposed to be what what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, I I think it was supposed to be more horror. Yeah. For sure. Um, but there were just moments where I think it just like tried to sneak in like actual funny moments, but there's just there's a lot of moments where you could just bag on this movie. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: I think the ridiculousness here of like. Because this is our culture now, right? Like yeah. live streaming and having personalities, kind of do ridiculous things and um, have people actually gravitate towards it. Right. It's, it you can relate to the setup, yeah, really, uh, and, and how ridiculous it is. Because I think most people watching the the opening segment here can can feel that something's a little off or a little cheesy, a little extra. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, like this this felt like acting yeah exactly (laughs) his right hand man drew calls cut congratulating everyone on doing such a great job reminding them to not post any pictures if they plan on taking any he congratulates max for the show but all max can think about is how he's not verified yet walking away thinking that he won't he won't be respected until he receives a verification (laughs) drew ignores his gripes wondering if he got the got the email he sent him um, Max doesn't respond as he continues gawking at his phone. He questions again if Max uh, had read the email about them branching out. Max chuckles about someone having 5 million followers wanting the wanting the same thing. He goes to sit at his makeup station to crack a beer, Drew annoyed, follows him about being about that being what he wants to talk to him about, claiming that their viewership has peaked, still not interested. Max mentions that he, that they need to book his friend Dante that does drag as Scarlett Von Koch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It seems like Scarlett von Koch would have acted their asses off, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that how, that alleyway scene was wild.
2: <laughs> I was confused.
1: <laughs> I, me
2: too.
0: Dude. I was like, "What was is like, that why, happening?
1: Why, why? Why did it do that? Why couldn't it just possess this person? Yeah. Why did it have to? Why? Why did it have to be the girl? <laughs> yeah. I don't know." Anyway, Drew goes back to talking about them expanding, wanting to do ghost hunts, seances, all that type of shit. Max sighs that priests don't do seances. Drew continues trying to explain the idea and that he has someone already in mind. But Max just wants Scarlet Von Koch to be booked. <laughs> all right. Max high fives their prop tech Tommy, loving the concept with a gurney, but wanting it to be cranked up a bit. He loves the idea. And then his niece Riley shows up asking when the show starts. He introduces her to Max, letting letting them know that this this is their new PA, sharing that she studied movies at SC. Upset by her being late, Max writes it off telling her not to worry about it, complimenting her outfit. I assume SC was supposed to be USC. Well, that's what I assume too. Yeah, because they were in LA, Yeah, is what they say later. Um, I'm not going to lie though, their setup was fucking sick. Yeah, it's cool. I was just like, man- I want that. Yeah, that's a, it's a big studio. Yeah, that was a big ass studio, yeah. and then all of a sudden it was like a gross studio, like in like yeah. certain parts. i was just okay. like, what is happening? So, y'all um, seem like you got enough money, but then there's parts parts that you were just like, I'm damn, that bathroom looks yeah. nasty. I thought
2: the exact same thing. I'm like, what? Why is the, the facilities like <laughs> like <ugh>. all <laughs> grimy? Like it's not part of the set. It's a bathroom.
1: Like that, that threw me so off. I'm just like, it looks like a dive bar bathroom. Like, what's happening? She nods along, not giving a shit about what this dude has to say, wondering how much she'll get paid. Tommy shoos her away to explore the set. Max goes back over to Drew and his girlfriend, Lane, excitedly asking her if she's going tonight. She questions if he's going to be there. He clicks his tongue. He mentions that Drew's going. Drew scoffs that he isn't going. Max uh, Max, upset about them not hanging out anymore. He tells Max that he has tons of orders to fill, but Max groans for him to think about think of it as brand management. All right, well, cut to Max at the karaoke bar. <laughs> All right, so we, we got our three dynamics here, right? We got Max, we got Lane, we got Drew. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about these dynamics a little bit here. Max, fucking prick. We already know that. Uh, Drew is definitely getting walked on, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, Lane, interesting character to me. Okay. I like her character. Yeah. I think her character's fine. I think she's supposed to be likable. Yeah um I was just confused as what she what she does for a little bit I didn't know that she was just the makeup girl yeah um I thought she was an actress because when she's like I booked the part with Jared Leto I'm just like oh cool yeah, like, I think it was for a makeup gig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, I think she said that in there. <laughs> she did. She's, yeah. Well, she said she has, she's on call for makeup, like makeup is, one or something yeah. like that. But like that made me think, like, oh, she has to get makeup put on herself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so like that, uh, it didn't register until uh, she gets, she's the actor. Yeah. Um, but I like her character to an extent. Um, the chemistry between Lane and Drew is just not there for me. Agreed. I do not feel it. I've f- I felt it for her and Max. Oh, okay. Like the whole like bickering thing. I was just like, oh yeah, they fucked. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, but like her and Drew. Like, I didn't. I didn't get that sense that they were a couple.
2: I I, I got the vibe. I, like I got chemistry when it was. Uh, when the shit hit the fan? Yeah, when it was intense moments where yeah. they're like crying for each other. and
1: that, and, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But here, yeah. Not, I, I didn't know they were together for a bit.
1: Yeah, until yeah. I saw them in the house. Exactly. Um, Like I said, this is pretty much my first time watching this.
2: <laughs> I at, first, pay attention. at first, I didn't... I, I couldn't tell who was who later
1: on in the bar. um, They had a fucking house. That... Uh, Sorry, i have just. I was just thinking about like now. I was thinking about what I said, like in the house where I I saw them as a couple, but they actually had a house. Oh, and they were they were uh, about to get married. They weren't married yet. Yeah, not to say they can't. But I was just like, damn, how much money are these motherfuckers making? That's true. Yeah, like, <laughs> they had a fucking house.
2: <laughs> um, but I know I thought she. I thought Lane was uh the one making out with uh one
1: of the other. Oh, members. I thought so too. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, didn't you come here with uh, Drew?" <laughs> like, I thought it, I, I thought it was Lane at yeah. first, and then I thought it was his, his niece. <laughs> uh, oh no! <laughs> god, like, oh, god. <laughs> what am I watching? Oh my god! But it was just a random chick. <laughs> Cut to Max with the karaoke bar being being filmed on uh, on his live by Tommy. Drew is sitting with Chris while drinking and watching Max. Um... They chuckle as Chris asks if he's if he rolls while shaking a bottle of pills. He's good, allowing Chris to go for it. Two women are recording Max loving every moment of it. Another patron asks them if he's supposed uh, if he's supposed to know who he, who that is. They let him know that that's father that's father Max uh and he's a famous exorcist. <laughs> He looks him up, chuckling that he's no exorcist. One of the women um, get offended about uh, about him not seeing his show before. Her friend takes away uh, her friend takes her away from the situation. This was interesting. I'm just like it was weird writing. It's so strange. And weird I think, character portrayal. I too. think this is what you mean by like no, who talks like this. Yes,
2: hundred percent. It's
1: just like like I'm. I understand that fandom is real. And people definitely get very protective of their fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, but this just didn't seem like these two grown ass women would do this. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like they just they didn't seem like they would be the ones to stick up for Father Max like yeah. this.
2: So it felt more akin to maybe a younger, socially awkward fan that would right. react that way. But, right. You know, these two characters, it seemed out of character, even though it, that is their
1: character. Exactly. And this was our first introduction to them. Exactly. And it just seemed so off. Yeah. For them to just be these groupies, yeah. It's <laughs> it just As, was, as he co- called them, disciples. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
2: weird interaction, too, because it's like these two people don't even know each other. But like they both feel so insulted by the other party. Right. right. They but,
1: they weren't friends?
2: No, I think they were just that was like a random dude that was just standing next to them. Oh. Yeah.
1: I didn't I thought he was with
2: them. No. Oh he shit. was just standing there. He's like, who's that guy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the random guy is like, Who's that guy on stage? <laughs> I thought he was with them this whole time. I didn't know he was just some rando. No, that yeah. explains why he wasn't there yeah. in the bar the third the exactly. second time.
2: Because we don't see him again after that. Um, and it's he very much is. He looks insulted when he does when they just kind of clap back at him. It's like, why do you care? For real, It's just it's just weird. It's yeah, just weird no, already. it's
1: weird. It's very it's very weird. Meanwhile, Max calls over Drew to join him on stage as everyone pumps him up. They sing the song together as everyone watches and records them, cheering for them when they complete the song. Max signing off with, peace be with you, (laughs) and a sign of the cross. Cut to Max recording himself uh, making faces at Tommy and some chick making out uh, with Drew. had to change that, so I wrote that incorrectly because I thought it was Lane. Totally, no, wait, excuse me back's recording himself making faces at Tommy and some chick making out while Drew totally doesn't want to be there being felt felt up by Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was f- I was just like, that dude is high as fuck. <laughs> uh, the two fans from earlier, Desiree and Brenda, approach Max. They express that they um, they are his biggest fans. He flirtatiously chuckles. Desiree wants him to sign sign her prayer cloths. He accepts, offering them to sit down while everyone else scoots down, causing Drew to fall off, fall off at the end. I like how Tommy and that chick are like still making out; they don't even stop. They just yeah. scoot. <laughs> yeah. They finally introduce themselves, uh, which has Drew piece the fuck out. Desiree. Questions: How a good-looking guy like him takes a vow of celibacy while touching his crotch? <laughs> okay.
2: Again, it just doesn't does this? feel real.
1: No, it yeah. doesn't. Yeah, it. it um, yeah, it definitely feels fake. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm, I can understand people thirsting after him. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah, sure. Um, but moments like this make it feel B movie. Exactly. Yeah, it, it, this makes you feel like you are watching a movie. Yeah, and uh, and. And then and, and that's okay. Yeah, I think that's totally fine for films to make you feel like you're watching a movie. But uh, that's the whole point of acting. Yeah, right. Like the whole point of acting is to make it feel believable.
2: You know, it's actually around this moment where um, I actually looked up when this movie came out. I was like, this has to be like over ten years old with this acting, right? <laughs> like, oh, this came no, out just three,
1: yeah, three <laughs> years ago. Oh man, he jumps as he as she touches him down there. He flirtatiously responds that. It can get very hard. <laughs> what the fuck? Next day, Desiree is in bed wondering if he's actually a priest as he gets himself ready. He questions her belief, but she's never met one um, that was like him, I guess. He grabs his rosary, sharing a story that ever since he was a kid, he wanted, he wanted to uh, fight against evil. Being on the front line of a spiritual war, like the Archangel Michael. Placing the rosary down, he continues that he spent 10 years in school, God ordained, but the church denied his only ambition to be an exorcist. He quit and taught himself, claiming that God is still with him while undoing his towel. Okay, so this is interesting because this movie, out of all the movies we've watched that have dealt with exorcism, this is the most religious one. Wow, that's a really good point. yeah oh, wow. <laughs> like this one is like heavily like sept in religious like connotations like this it, movie feels like it almost feels like i don't know if you remember when back in like the early 2000s when churches used to make movies they probably still do
2: are you talking about like like dude. left
1: behind have you ever seen that or heard of that I don't know. They used to make a bunch of like Christian movies. Yeah,
2: like to like get people to become believers, right? Right. So, okay. Th-
1: this is <laughs> This movie felt like that. <laughs>
2: well, there is this movie. I forgot what it was called, man. But I <laughs> watched it like 10 times. It was like one of those like <laughs> late 90s <laughs> early 2000s Christian movies because no disrespect, I just it made it brought so much joy in laughter it out of me, sure. like because, yeah,
1: they're not good.
2: Well, it's just the, the the acting is so funny. So I don't know if you if you remember the the YouTube meme, Jesus man. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Yes.
2: Hey, Where it's this kid like looks at the camera, he does a thumbs up, <laughs> he's like Jesus man, and the credits roll. <laughs> From there, I wanted to figure out what that movie was. Um,
1: was that the movie? Was that in the movie? Jesus man.
2: Yeah. That the, was in the movie. The movie that I I watched oh, um, like many many times. Um, but if that's what you're talking about, it's pretty much like that. Man,
1: like I it uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: I enjoyed watching that movie.
1: Oh my gosh, um, this is yeah. It's it's interesting. I'm gonna I'm looking up Left Behind the movie. This is the movie I'm talking about. This is probably one Open of the most that? popular ones. Uh, Left Behind, The Movie. It is a PG-13 based on the New York Times bestseller book, Left Behind, The Movie, with Kirk Cameron. They remade this movie in 2014 with none other than Nicolas Cage. Okay. So the movie (laughs) that
2: I used to watch, I just found it, 1992, Second Glance. Re- Second, yes. You, you that's one of them. About, yeah. Yes. I recommend that movie to everyone. <laughs> it is <laughs> great. I've watched it like 10 plus
1: times. Yeah. That's, but like, I haven't watched it in like over 15 years. And the fucking log line Dan Burgess is a Christian. Dan Burgess thinks he's not impacting anyone for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, this movie feels almost kind of like. A movie that was supposed to be like a Christian movie, yeah, you, that was turned into a horror.
2: It's movie. interesting that you know that you you make that statement because yes, this is the most religious movie we've seen this month, but it's it's almost like you spend the whole movie questioning if they actually are religious, right, or if they're just using it for for
1: entertainment sake, right. Uh, so I think there's a moment where like Max actually tries to get religious for a second, yeah, totally. Yeah, so it's interesting, but yeah. A lot of religion in this movie. <laughs> the exorcist doesn't even have this much religion. <laughs> in it. Uh, she chuckles that she can feel feel it too while going underneath the covers to give him a blowjob. He notices that her hair changed. Um, confused, he slowly moves the covers down, uh, wondering if she wears a wig. When he moves the covers back, an old woman with a missing eye shrieks at him, causing him to jump and scream. Desiree is is uh, back, wondering if she hurt if she hurt him. <laughs> Did I hurt hurt you what's going on <laughs> i mean she could have if, if she would have screamed like that she could have definitely bit that thing off uh, he, tell, he tells her that she's fine asking her uh, if she would like some breakfast before leaving out of the room she was packing up some of the merch as as his doorbell rings lane accepts the package at the door as he um, complains that the show has plateaued and max is only willing to do shows that he can only star in she sarcastically claims that it's shocking while smiling at him um at a Uh, a message that appeared on her phone she smiles that she booked the zombie movie with Jared Leto for makeup Um, he excitedly kisses her before becoming somber about losing her she tells him to quit the show but he doesn't want to quit a thriving business knowing that they are that that they always have a wedding. Excuse me. That they also have a wedding to pay for. Adding that he's he's known Max since they were altar boys. Not being able to abandon him. Lane sits on the floor next to him. Not being being able to say the same about Max toward him. He claims that she doesn't know him like he does. Before being sarcastically excited for the contents inside the box. They are AR glasses from his dad. Not stoked about it. Wanting to become a corporate slave. Um, yeah, that didn't really scream corporate slave to me. It, not at all. And he, he even <laughs> shouts... Or he makes a comment saying it's ancient
2: technology. He does. like, And the box of it looks like it's made in, like, the 90s. It does, um, yeah. And it's like, those aren't even commercialized yet, really.
1: No. Not. So... There was just one announced at CES that will be the first official commercialized AR glasses. Yeah. And that's in, like, fall. So, weird take for this movie. Very weird. Very shoot-in. I, I, maybe... Maybe a jab at Google. It felt like or, yeah, like, too, or Snapchat like maybe, Google Glass. like but even Snapchat they didn't they weren't AR glasses. They were just glasses yeah. that had cameras on them.
2: They look like Google glasses um, back when people were able to buy like the prototype of them. Right, but still, what a weird choice for this movie, and all for one pretty insignificant moment, in my opinion.
1: I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. He puts them on. She laughs, but continues the, that the universe could be telling him something. But Drew likes being his own boss. She reminds him that Max is the boss, but he doesn't think so. He actually thinks the glasses will become useful. She moves closer to him, taking the glasses off, committing um, uh, about... Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Admitting about him uh, looking like an asshole. Yeah. He did look like doofus, uh, thinking that he would be happier doing something on his own. He doesn't want to, understanding that, that he has to just pivot Max's focus on expansion. Is that how you do it? She reminds him that his focus is only for himself, and he's using the show as a, as a meal ticket, not caring about the business, Drew, or the work he does, thinking that he's being played and it being time to pull the plug. I love how he remembers this fucking moment in the aspect of, like, trying to save her. You're being played. (laughs) Pull the plug. (laughs) Pull the plug. (laughs) He takes one. He takes out some packaging tape, acting like he's going to tape her mouth as they giggle. And this is what I mean, but, like, the chemistry just did not feel there. Okay. Did it feel there for you?
2: I don't don't think I'm questioning it at, at this point.
1: Okay. Yeah. I am. Okay. I'm just like... Y'all are acting like you don't want to be next to each other right now to me. (laughs) I just don't feel it. I
2: think I think more so at this point, I remember thinking the acting in this movie isn't quite there, is it? And I think that's overall what I was thinking. That's fair.
1: Yeah, no, that's super fair. Cut to uh cut to the set later that night as they all set up, Drew leaves Dante a message about them about them not showing up, wondering where she is. After hanging up, he tells Riley to delete the pictures that she took on on set, reminding her about the NDA that she signed. She does not give a fuck about no NDA. Tommy tells her to stop fucking around and to give him a hand. Chris startles Drew as he walks past him, tilting the painting of Mary and staring at it. What the fuck? (laughs) What was going on here? I mean, he's possessed, right? No. I, I don't think so. This is the guy that took the E? Yeah. Was he... Like, I think he was... At first, I thought he was also possessed, but nothing happened to him besides him, like... Uh, <laughs> like <laughs> I,
2: I think I think the demon's body hopping, and it? it's in him, but it's still waiting. I guess so. It's trying to stay hidden.
1: Okay. That was my interpretation of interpretation, it. Interpretation, yeah. Okay. All right. I'll accept that. Okay, I'll thank accept you. that. I, I feel, appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I feel, I feel like that makes sense, because it did hop to another body. At the end a, a dead body yeah but like which I, I thought you need a soul or whatever yeah so
2: and I, I and guess you
1: just need the meat like <laughs> which you got rid of yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> meat to just unzip it but also like
2: I guess I guess the demon tells us later how this guy got in, possessed he he took drugs it, really <laughs> I mean when oh, it like <laughs> the demon eventually goes. Demon looks at the camera later on and says, oh, yeah, "Don't kids, do don't, dr- do drugs. Yeah, don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. That's how he got possessed. Because <laughs> wh- how else did he get possessed? There, yeah. He got high as fuck at the club, and
1: yeah, this made no sense. It doesn't. It made I, no I, sense I, on I, how the possession worked. I would have liked it was more if it would have been the fact that, like, yeah, he was just he kept fucking around with this shit and it caught up to him. I think it would have been better if, you know, they hired
2: someone." to do the show to get exercised
1: but they actually were but, like into some dark magic or Yeah, dark like they arts.
2: actually thought like they could it be was, healed, cleansed right, and it, like a real they person? actually were possessed and it brought that it to That would have been
1: fucking fantastic. Right?
2: Yeah. Way that would have right.
1: Yeah. Let's make a movie.
2: Let's do it. Duke,
1: questions <laughs> what he's doing. Chris looks back, uh, calling it beautiful before walking off. Meanwhile, Dante is searching for the location but lost in an alleyway. A homeless man is asleep. She decides to ask him for directions. He doesn't answer. And uh, decides to just go back to sleep. He's like. <laughs> she continues walking, stopping, uh, walking, stopping when um, someone crawls out of the shadows towards her. I don't know what's going on, but I like this. I like it too, but I need more context. I I would love context as well, but I like it as just a horror scene. Yeah,
2: yeah. It was great when it it came behind the pillar and was a shout. At first, I didn't know it was a person. I thought it was like a a spider thing.
1: Yeah, like that person was pretty spindly.
2: Yeah. And then, um, you know, she turns around, she runs a couple steps, and then she just starts walking. Right. And I'm like, what what are you doing? (laughs) I thought you were just freaked out. (laughs) Like yeah she's like, where's my uh where's this address again?
1: <laughs> maybe well, uh, all right well, I'm trying to also like rectify that as well because I mean, we are in l a right? could be by Skid Row. yeah you know so like it could be some like just shit that she normally deals with like thinking some somebody who's like some base head or whatever and she's like, all right, I'm a decent enough distance away. I'm just gonna cl- kind of like regain my cool and start walking Maybe again. maybe, but I don't know. She's over this shit, walking away, trying to call someone, but her phone fails in the most generic way possible. Yep. She m- notices the homeless man. Um, she no- notices the homeless man is no longer sleeping in the um, sleeping bag on on the ground. The crawling person makes it into the alleyway, hissing as Dante books it. She makes a run for it, running to someone else at the corner. The person's eyes are coated with white around the pupil, jumping on Dante and pulling her into the another into another alleyway. Back at the set, Lane trying to brighten things up for a very stressed fiance, revealing that Max isn't there either, but he expects him to be late, as he usually is, citing that he's going to have to cancel before eyeing Lane, pointing uh, pointing to her to act in the role since she was in drama club. She's like, yeah, dude, like fucking ten years ago. Like the fuck? <laughs> she doesn't want she doesn't want to as as he pleads for her to do it. She thinks about it before accepting. Rearranging their honeymoon to now be in Bali, he sarcastically says, cool. Before kissing him. Before she kisses him. Um This whole thing here made me think about just LA in general. Like this movie just felt like this is everyone who wants to move to LA just trying to make it in LA yeah like we got all these actors we got a makeup artist who does only makeup for film like it, it it's funny like this is just this is everyone in LA yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Cut to the presidential family in D.C. Having dinner, the president commands for his son Bryce to put away his tablet. Annoyed, he does so before his dad asks him what he learned at school today. He mentions that they learned about dinosaurs completely over this conversation, but he continues the conversation with Bryce, asking what about what kinds. Bryce shares what kind, and his dad shows more interest, which sparks enthusiasm about um, as he's about to share more information just to get his... Bubble bursted uh, by his dad receiving a phone call, t- um, telling whoever it is to give him an hour. Apologizing to his son, telling him to, that he'll be right back. Bryce somberly nods his uh, his head before going back to his iPad. His mom, ca- that iPad looked ancient. I'm like, damn, bro, like you're you're the president's son and Good you got a fucking iPad too. Good point. Like, <laughs> also, oh this God. is
2: like a ten year old kid acting like he's fucking five. True. Which we don't. Yeah,
1: think. no, that is that is a gripe. Yeah, That is a gripe. Oh, man. it <laughs> might even be 12. Kid had braces. He did have braces. <laughs> did have braces. His mom comments about the cooking being almost too beautiful to eat while she's taking pictures of it. Commentary. This was so weird. Like, I was just so weirded out by this. I'm just like, what president family are we copying here?
2: True. One, why are we even looking at the president's family? Fair. Uh, two, they're just making her unlikable for her to get Stisnap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> which is funny how they depict. Uh, don't you just hate someone that takes pictures of their food? Don't worry, we got you. We got
1: you. <laughs> yeah. We got you. But yes, I do. <laughs> Brenda and Desiree are talking about someone um Brenda is about to go on a date with, but she points out a physical flaw. Desiree tells her to give him a chance, but Brenda has standards. Mm. Didn't she wasn't the flaw like his nose being too big or something? I don't know. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah vanity um but has standards she won't uh hook up with just some random a person offended desiree comments that max is not a random person they sit they sit at the table sharing headphones at the bar before the cleansing hour begins once again what year is this back (laughs) on set max finally makes it sharing some good news about uh those headphones were also like the original earpods.
2: Not only that, but like there are no iPhones that you could plug headphones into.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's like, what year is this? It
2: could be lightning, but...
1: (laughs) But that's the thing. They weren't even regular earpods. That's true, They were the original ones. Uh, Back on set, Max finally makes it, sharing some good news about Dr. Phil looking for a priest to comment on spiritual matters. All right, we're, real quick. I know we're griping on the technology in this movie, <laughs> but y'all have to know that we both come from a tech background. <laughs> yeah, we do. so like that shit's kind of important to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stuff that we catch, right? Yeah. It's, it's just like it's those particular type of physicalities that have to do. If you're going to add so much technology in your film. At least try to remotely get it close.
2: Well, yeah, this movie is about live streaming and right. You know, it's
1: literally about technology. Yeah, and how we got overtaken by technology. That's yeah. the metaphor here. Is that it's just like we're so addicted to technology. So get it right. <laughs> so get it right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, at least get something a tad bit closer here. He praises God. Drew, uh, wondering if he's thinking about leaving. He claims Drew about. Uh, he claims. Drew, excuse me. He calms Drew down. Um. That he's just spreading his wings as he calls for Lane to help him cover a zit. Drew tells him that uh, she's changing and something came up. But Max isn't listening, asking if he booked Dante. He did, but Dante never showed. He shows Drew a video of him fucking, but he definitely he definitely doesn't care. Max coming up with uh, with what to call his followers, landing on Disciple. He, he hands Max his script before walking off. Max asking about what he... Uh, what he was saying about tonight, Chris comes up to him, touching his hair as Max continues watching his video on his phone, looking over at Chris, asking if he's alright. Chris blames it on him leaving, on having a late night, requesting a mic check. He, as he's as he's mic checking, Chris throws up in a trash can next to him. He tells Chris to part to party after work and to clean himself up. Lane is sitting in the chair waiting for the for the cameras to start rolling. They put a headset on her. Drew comes up to her, letting her know that he's going to communicate with her through it. Taking her ring off, asking if she's sure. Uh, if she's sure about this, she jokes that she's changed her mind. He kisses her for good luck before snapping his fingers at Riley, questioning if she would l- like to see it, something cool. He pulls up the computer, looking at the devil's dat- database, searching for payment. Shout out to Hereditary. Just sharing. Um, sharing that it is a digital encyclopedia of every demon, having authentic character character traits, descriptions, history, and exorcism prayers. Proud of all the work that he's done on it, finding that to be better than digging through all of the books. She's no longer interested looking at the other monitor. He tells her not to touch that. She comments about about it being ghetto that they don't stream in 4K. Who uses ghetto? Who
2: talks like this
1: here? Like i say, like. "Who fucking says you don't this? stream in 4K?" That's, That's ghetto. ghetto. Like what? One of the worst interpretations of Gen Z, right here.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and I don't think, I don't think most people do even stream in four K. I
1: don't think you can, right? Yeah, I mean, ten eighty is like the yeah the expectation
2: is like, and go to because it's just the bandwidth,
1: right? Yeah, like streaming in four K is hard. Yeah, like. The bit rate that you get. exactly, <laughs> like, They'll fucking, jam and they know up about
2: bit rate too in this because they mention it later on, right? So yeah, it's weird that they'll have like lines
1: like this. So strange. He instructs her to stand by her her uncle. She she trips over the wires as she heads over there. He pleads for her to be careful, explaining that this that it is a, it is. the Explaining that it's it is the snake that brings up the the signal, she corrects him that it's actually called the stingers. <laughs> it's actually called stingers. <laughs> she just like walks with us. Yeah, Max goes on set commenting about Lane doing stand in work, joking about her needing money. She flips him off as he's uh, ready to get started, asking for his queen. She answers that he's looking at her while she smiles at him. He asks Drew for Dante. He tells Max that she bailed. <laughs> Max argues that Lane is not an actress and she's not um. Oh, excuse me. He just organization, she's not an actress. Drew claims that, that it'll be fine, that being the reason why they they have the monitors. Max finds her to look generic, wanting to, wanting to have a shock value and pizzazz. She knows that she'll be fine, snarking a comment about looking, looking at his face. Drew calls out that it is either Lane or nothing, having 10 seconds to decide. He thinks for a moment before looking at the amount of viewers they have already, it being over 250,000. He instructs her to follow the monitors and allow him to lead, psyching himself up before it before it is time to begin. 250,000 followers or viewers. Yeah. Tuning in. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Like that's that's a lot of traffic.
2: Yeah. And when the number <laughs> grows later on I'm like this is not realistic.
1: <laughs> oh man. You know who did this fit better? Mm. Gun GM. Yeah. Gun GM haunted asylum.
2: Yeah, you're right.
1: They did this way better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like-
2: <laughs> so yeah, I think, oh man, if you take that movie and take the the high moments here where things get really intense from from uh cleansing hour and yeah. like kind of put them together, I think you would have had a really
1: good movie there. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Cue this sick ass intro to the Clinton Hour. <laughs> it is, it's the wildest intro I've ever seen. This is like a music video. Yeah, <laughs> he greets all the viewers and begins the intro, forgetting to add his company's social media account. Just only his his social media <laughs> account. Continue to share who they are. Um, or who they have there today, calling Lane Sabrina, sharing all these horrific things that happened to her, and now she's possessed. All over the world, multiple people are tuning in to watch the religious showdown. And it's like, they clarify that, but it's only two places. (laughs) (laughs) Drew softly speaks to Lane, giving her direction on how she should act. She follows the instructions, turning her head as he continues in his direction. Um, wanting her to feel like something is creeping inside of her, wanting her to say her line. She says her line for Father Max to help her as um as he's grabbing his holy oils. She's like, "Help me, Father Max!" <laughs> 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 she, she bows her head. Drew approves, wanting Max to work in, uh, in the merch into this next line delivery. I'm not gonna lie, he did this fun. So flawless. Yeah, though. he did. He does so with absolute finesse, laying the cloth on his on her wrist. He starts praying out loud. Drew calls for the lights. Tommy flips the switch to allow them to flicker overhead. Max feeding and leaning into it, speaking to the camera about the demon manifesting electromagnetic disturbances, possibly dealing with the stage four possession. He com- he commands quote the unclean spirit by the mysteries of the incantation, passion, resurrection, and ascension end quote, demanding the demon to tell him his his its name and obey him. Chris starts sweating and whimpering as he watches Max demands for the for the demon's name, yelling for it to speak while throwing holy water on her. Tommy flicks the switch on for the smoke, causing them all to be surprised by Lane's guttural screech. Drew wa- watching the monitor laughing um, that calling her a natural still playing along max demands for the name chris on the other hand is fucking freaked out his boom mic entering into the shot and shit he loses his balance dropping to the floor max demands him to get up chris rips off his headphones as he looks back at lane questioning what she is drew instructs max to get back on camera riley to hop on boom and for chris to sober the fuck up i actually like this yeah me too I dig the guttural scream uh-huh. that happens. I was like, shit, we actually might got some. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying.
2: So this is a 30-minute mark, right, where yeah. I'm like, oh, what? The first 30 yeah. minutes suck. But <laughs> it, this moment, I think the thing is, though, it's it sucks, but it lowers my expectations so much that at this point when something happens, you're like, oh. Right. Wait, what's going to happen? We got something. Yeah. There.
1: So this moment, I'm like, okay, I'm fucking In I am so in. And then this moment happens and it takes me back out. Mm. Chris runs and runs out of the room trying to catch his breath in the most disgusting bathroom possible. Convincing himself to uh that he took some bad shit and that'll pass, throwing water on his face, but when he looks down, the faucet has turned to blood. He looks at himself in the mirror, his face is a glowing ember, and his hands are blackened. This looked horrible horrible.
0: Yeah, it looks
2: so, so bad.
1: I just was, I would have been like, you should have just, like, cut his face up and add some blood. The fucking burning ember was horrible.
2: It's so funny. Um, You know, his reflection is still while his actual person is, like, trembling and shaking, but the reflection in the mirror is yeah, just chilling. And not only that, but, like, <laughs> when he goes and he, like, there's, a like, a continuity issue where he, like, before the blood turns to water you see blood on his hand already right and it cuts to water and then it cuts to blood again and yeah it's just a, it's just a messy sequence here
1: yeah this isn't great um i mean i don't know chris was was definitely working hard to sell this shit though so good for him
2: yeah i feel like a lot of the chris moments you didn't even need no uh, we didn't need any of this yeah. he gets
1: knocked out and he's gone for the rest of the movie
2: yeah and then it it doesn't even Leading me to think that you know earlier I was like oh I think the demon's body hopping in is in him but right. like how did it get to Lane then it doesn't make sense right it doesn't you don't make see any of it that. doesn't
1: make any sense whatsoever um like it was literally like she just put her head down and then like came up like I'm in here now
2: honestly like I think if I were to choose like whether that happened or just it came from Chris I would just say Lane just decided I'm possessed now.
1: That, yeah, that, that's yeah. what it felt like. Yeah, that's what it felt like. And and I I I feel like the only reason why Chris matters is to mention what she looks like. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, that. <laughs> uh, but mention what she looked like so he can actually try to hone in more on what the demon is, even though he still gets it wrong. Yeah, it was, uh, And I, I I love how, out of all the demons, literally he didn't have the devil. Yeah, and maybe because it's cliche, but like. Yeah. Yeah. That was so funny the mirror version of himself reaches out of the mirror toward him causing him to fall and hit his head and he becomes unconscious for a whole hour (laughs) Uh, back on set Max continues demanding the name of the demon Drew speaking in her ear um, for that being her cue to say payment Max looks into the camera commenting about the demon not having respect for God's authority wanting to spill a larger dose of holy water to force compliance thinking that she's just fucking around he decides to pour the entire vial on her head damn uh, her skin starts uh, t- starts to smoke, confusing everyone to, um, to shrugs inside the studio as Max looks around for confirmation. Lane begins to whimper with her head still down, Drew telling, telling her that Max is better on script, wanting her to just follow his lead. Max tells her to speak, wondering what the demon is telling her. She whispers, quote, this is tight, end quote, while moving her fingers back. He doesn't catch what she says, asking her to speak louder. He's like, speak louder, my child. <laughs> <laughs> she repeats in another whisper. He leans over her, allowing her to whisper, in, whisper it to him. With her voice shifting to something more demonic, she repeats it, embracing so hard on the chair, breaking her fingernails off, um, and headbutting Max. Drew jolts up, whispering and whisper yelling and asking about what she is doing as she glares at him. Max is about to run at her, but Drew reminds him that he that he's alive, um, and for him to breathe. What's he gonna do? I don't know what the fuck he was gonna do. Yeah. Like, You're just gonna beat this dude's fiance? Like, <laughs> no, like, like, <laughs> we're like what are you? What are like, gonna, yo, yo, dude, not on camera. Yeah, it's like, like, what? What do you mean, dude? I would be like, yeah, yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Exactly. Like, <laughs> relax, bro. Uh the fingernail bit. Usually those are like super disgusting to me. Yeah. But you could tell she was wearing fake fingernails. Yeah. And I was like, oh Yeah mm. I agree. It's a bummer. Lane stares at him as he pulls out of pulls out a cross and places it on her head, yelling for her submission, demanding the demon's name. She chuckles that that she's going to make him work for it while calling him Maxie in an older woman's voice, breaking character. He questions what she just what did she just call him? Drew, not understanding what's going on, she requests for Tommy to come over to them. When I'm just like, at that point, Drew should also be on the same page. Like, you went to the same fucking school as this kid. Yeah, and we're like Maxie. I mean, like, what the fuck like how do you know about that Max grunts not understanding what she's doing she makes a kissing face at him (laughs) Tommy comes on set she comments about his uh, tattoos questioning if he's some sort of tough guy you know who she looks like to me she looks like a young Jennifer Connelly I need to look that up yeah look up Jennifer Connelly
2: I I think I know who you're thinking of and I think you might be right
1: yeah like she looks just like a young Jennifer Connelly to me um she yeah. does she doesn't really act like Jennifer Connelly um but like she reminds me of her
2: yeah i yeah. can see that
1: yeah he claims that he's not qualified to address demons. That being best left to the professionals. She cocks her head as he, as her eyes shift to stark white, calling them birds of a feather. He he looks down at his arm before combusting and bursting into flames. Max tries throwing a blanket on him, but it explodes even more. <laughs> he rides in, in pain as Riley runs to grab an extinguisher just to release even more fire. On top I was of him.
2: losing it here. <laughs> so
1: he is officially extinguished as he places his face on his niece's leg, a piece of his face (laughs) ripping off this is awesome this
2: is awesome I'm like oh okay this movie is good this is fucking awesome I really think it's gonna like go up from here right but I think this is like peak
1: yeah It cuts to Desiree and Brenda watching in horror at the president's son with his jaw dropped as his mom this is asked kid. about french flag emojis Drew immediately tries calling the police but his phone glitches and the call fails the viewership of the show is gradually going up Lane commenting about it uh, comment about it and him having to go off script, he runs the he runs to the camera, pleading for help. Um, about to give off the address, but Lane drops a skylight telepathically downward. He pants as he asks for Drew's help. She tells him that he'll um, he'll have a chance to save his own soul, but if he doesn't com- um, compile or comply, um, Sabrina will die. And I like how she kept the name Sabrina. Like I don't know why she didn't switch it back to Lane.
2: Yeah, so that makes was, sense. That confused me. Yeah. Um, but now that you say that's the character's name it makes more sense.
1: Right. She glances she glances at Drew to not kill the feed or she'll die. And if Max steps on, on set, she'll die. And if anyone tries to run, she'll kill them. <laughs> Looking over at a timer, he has 49 minutes um, to, quote-unquote, lift the veil. Lane writhes back into her regular self, screaming for help. Drew runs over to her, um, but a table slides in his way, the demon coming back mentioning that Max is the only one in the limelight, reminding him that if he steps on set, then Lane will die. Max runs over to her, t- yelling for her to let her go and for her to take him instead. Why do, why, why, why do we do that? <laughs> Take me instead. You were just about to beat her ass, like. Yeah, and then, and then she's like, "Really? Yeah." And he's like, "Uh." <laughs> right. She clenches onto his arm, asking if he really wants to see what he, what she sees. This being his moment to do penance or, or become the martyr, she t- she lets him go, asking him if he if she wants him, or asking, yeah asking him if she wants him while catching his breath he continues he questions why the demon is there lane answers to see if he's a bona fide saint or bullshit he doesn't understand but she makes it clear that he that if he keeps fucking around with this shit you'll eventually get get what you wish for i thought that was a a clever way of like you know mess with the bulls get the horn kind of thing Max grabs a Bible, Drew knowing that this isn't going to work. He, he's not listening to Drew as he continues, continues and the demon becomes bored. Drew claps his hand, yelling that it isn't going to work, there being specific rights for each demon needing its name. Max demands for it. Uh, for its name, while holding the Bible in in her face, she comments that his fans uh, deserve better. Looking at the camera, speaking to them, asking how Max should uh, #hashtag save Sabrina. Cuts mm-hmm. up Brenda commenting uh, for him to take his clothes off. Desiree telling her that she had her chance. He looks up at the at the uh, at the responses. Everyone fucking around. He tries telling them uh, that this is serious and that he needs prayers and wholesome thoughts. As as he stands there, dripping with sweat. This is fucking hilarious because most of the usernames are like big tits, 405 (laughs) and shit. like, Uh, like, I need wholesome thoughts. I didn't see that. That's so funny. (laughs) Most of the names are ridiculous.
2: Oh, my God. In his
1: voice, Lane asks what happened to uh, what he said earlier about their prayers and his leadership. Drew calls out to Max. That he has an idea. Wanting him to continue allowing allowing it to keep talking. Gather more intel. Max wonders how to do that. When Drew wants him to just bullshit. While he looks up demons. That, that know how to impersonate. Max claims that it, it talks a big game. For picking on an innocent person. Calling them a coward. to uh, That picks on the weak. This not being the reason why people tune in. But they watch to see good prevail over evil. She mocks him to defeat him. Um he calls for forgiveness in prayer. She com- she comments that God made them that way must be part of his plan. He angrily questions what uh, what she knows about that other than trying to corrupt it. She leans in that she was there when he wrote it.
2: My favorite line.
1: That was fantastic. Yeah. That was fucking fantastic. And this is how I like, I, when he went through the list, and I was like, you don't even have the devil on the list. You don't have Satan there.
2: Yeah. Which is funny because it's called the Devil's, the devil's
1: database. Yeah. <laughs> Max looks over at Drew, that being par- um, great as he filters the search for procreate or pre creation shortening the list down uh, to more demons Lane yells that t- that the time is up asking drew on what is going what it, on what it's going to be he moves over to the com- to the comments letting him letting him know that they all either want uh, him to do something disgusting or illegal and there's no way he's allowing him to touch Lane one person suggesting for him to strip max asks if there's uh, anything else not wanting to do it the demon commands him to take his shirt off but he doesn't want to she he threatens that Lane will die, Drew letting him know that he'll keep him in, in tight shot um, to where nobody will see anything. He stares at him diabolically as he strips. Without uh, without Drew's control, the camera uh, keeps shifting to wide shots of his whole body. He tries to switch it back, but he it keeps moving back to a wide shot. Drew claiming that he's not the one doing this. This is where the cheesiness comes in again. But it kind of gets good in my opinion, in a little bit it, or it gets brutal. Yeah, I should say well, I, like torturous. The next part
2: confused me a little, but let's go, get into it.
1: Yeah, we'll get into it. Back with Brennan and Desiree finding that uh, finding that to be more than enough proof that uh, that there is a God <laughs> while this dude is at the bar gathers enough liquid courage to speak <laughs> to them just to see another naked dude on their phone. <laughs> uh Cut to cut to um, this. Cut back to the set. Uh, there being 41 minutes left, um, Max comments that that she had her fun, but not quite. She drops a support beam down, causing him to move out of the way to avoid it. Um, he's standing right in the middle of it as a fan drops down and spins. Two lights shine on him as as the Hokey Pokey plays. <laughs> She tells him that that he knows the moves, wanting him to do it. he hesitantly does so as the light burns his skin to boils, hitting his hand on spinning fan blades. She shouts for him to come on that Sabrina and half a million viewers are counting on him, demanding him to show some enthusiasm,
2: so is he doing it because he feels like he needs to listen to the demon or it almost felt like he was succumbed to do it like he was being forced.
1: That's what I don't understand. Yeah. Because like we don't have the the ploy. Like I feel like the only thing, the only reason why he's doing this is to have Lane live. Okay. So like yeah. But if he truly didn't give a fuck about Lane, like maybe we could say it's for Drew? Maybe, maybe. But yeah. This
2: this scene kind of falls a little flat for me. Um, just because, I don't know, it, it kind of felt like weird how he, he felt so limited in his movement. It, it almost insinuated that he was being controlled, but obviously he's not, he's right. not possessed. Right. So that doesn't make sense. So I don't know why he wasn't more enthusiastic with his <laughs> dance.
1: <laughs> well, it, 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 the fan would hit his fingers.
2: Is that what it was? Is that yeah. why the fan was there? Cause I, I guess, uh, just perspective, I, I was having trouble kind of like. Because I thought the whole thing was like, oh, the fan's gonna cut something off, right? Nick him or, or something, you,
1: or you you thought like it was to show like his goodies. Because like, <laughs> you do the hokey pokey, you can't hold you can't hold yourself. Uh, yeah, that. yeah, good um, point. But yeah, I, I think it was mainly because of the fan. Okay. Because um, when he would do when he would do it, the fan he would like try to like make sure the fan doesn't hit him.
2: It almost felt like he couldn't see, maybe because of the light. Maybe, and maybe that's why the fan was there, and that's what added the risk factor. I just think it wasn't visually communicated enough.
1: I agree, um, the fan definitely proportionally rise like it looked like it was definitely not close to him. yeah, um, but yeah, I think I think also to the fact that the lights were shining on him, they were burning his skin, yeah, so. Yeah, he weakly calls for Drew's help. He runs over to the breakers, trying to cut off the power, but the sparks blow blows him backwards, causing a light to burst next to Max. Shards of glass by his feet. She devilishly chuckles as she wants him to step on the shards. Max screams in pain as he continues following the instructions to the song. The demon maniacally staring at him. Flashbacks to Max kneeling on a board with bottle caps attached until his knees are bleeding. It goes in reverse, moving him moving to him sharpening a pencil, drawing something that looks like a demon and showing it to a young drew the sister takes the paper yelling about them and, uh, and their drawings forcing them to kneel on bottle caps calling forth for drew to speak the, the act of, of contrition uh, she has her foot um, at the ready to press down on his leg she had great balance. <laughs> Drew immediately says it, getting it correct. She calls on to Max, calling him Maxie. He uh, immediately gets gets it incorrect as she presses down on his leg. He cries as she yells in his ear to do it again. Back in the studio, the lights and the fans raise up, allowing him to get a break. The demon revealing that Sabrina isn't saved, but he's pulling in quite the crowd as it surpasses 500,000 brenda and Desiree are sobbing at the bar understanding this punishment being their fault while the korean officer is still trying to have his partner look at it and his partner is like i don't want to fucking look at this get this away from me he says he likes the mindy project <laughs> Like, no i like the mindy project <laughs> but it is just max naked on the ground so he's not interested meanwhile max struggles in pain to put his clothes back on drew checking in with him asking if he's alright. He claims that he is. Drew mentions that uh, they need to figure out the name of the demon and uh, what it wants. Max believes that it w- wants to make a fool out of him, but Drew isn't buying it, thinking that there's something larger. He looks up at the timer, counting down from 36 minutes, thinking that either either way, it's going to kill Lane um, if they don't hurry. Riley comments that um, Sutai? I, I think is what what she says. Um, or Satai? um might be something they aren't following she pulls she pulls out her phone explaining that before before it headbutted Max, it said the it said this word revealing that she studied ancient languages in prep school what the fuck else did like <laughs> what like, like i get it don't judge a book by its cover and that's what it's trying to say but like
2: i don't even know if it is because like it almost felt like
1: we were so left field
2: yes it was and we were led to believe like oh we uh we misjudged her. She's actually smart. She's gonna team up with this with these two and like work with them to save the night.
1: And uh, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> no, it did not, and it was very odd. Um, she she looks she looks it up on her phone, finding that it is it is uh, Greek that means lies. Max comments that uh, de- the demons lie, and they know that already. Um, but Drew finds this to be a good evidence that um, that he can use that. He holds his hand out for Max to get back in there, assisting him, uh, assisting him up. Excuse me. Max and Riley walk walk back onto the set. Max asking the demon if it would like for him to do its bidding and lie for him, wanting it to tell him uh, what it wants so they can just end this. In a growling voice and a grin, she claims that she might already have she begins to shake as lane comes back yelling for them to not listen to it the demon comes back in yelling for her to shut up calling her a bitch lane fights her back into her body screaming for drew as it's about to reveal what it wants but the demon comes back in threatening to snap her neck lane continues fighting drew encouraging her to fight back she's back whimpering that it won't let her before she starts to choke he yells at Max that she's choking but he doesn't know what to do Riley frantically tells them that she can't do the that she can do the Heimlich if she gets her out of the chair he thinks that it could be a trap but Drew is frantic and emotional for them to to do fucking something Max continues trying to think about what he can do instead of setting her free he chokes her chokes becoming more and more violent violent snapping out of it as Drew yells for him he instructs for Riley to hold Lane's head getting ready to jam his fingers into her throat he feels something pulling pulling it out of her mouth a gunky cloth comes out of her mouth she she cries for Drew to cut the feed but he reminds her that he can't because it will kill her she yells that he has he has to when Max opens up the cloth to see that it is their merch not understanding, Lane throws up on the floor as Drew repeats "sutai," believing that the the demon wants them to tell them the truth about the Nurch, calling it a hunch. She continues violently throwing up a black, uh, throwing up black tar-like substances. He runs over to Drew that he's not going to sully his name over a hunch. Dude, for sure, only gives a fuck about himself. Yep. Drew grabs Max by the neck yelling for him to listen to him opening his eyes about Lane the woman he loves dying and Max being worried about staying in character demanding him to tell the truth or he will pushing him back back to tell the truth shouting for him to go
2: you know it's funny because it's merch and you would think consumers would understand that it's merchandise right it's not You're not Not buying
1: tithing or anything like that. You're not donating.
2: Yeah, but not only that, like you're not. (laughs) You really think you're buying this like holy cloth that can heal and say? I guess a lot of people can and do fall for that kind of stuff. But oh yeah, it's funny because when when Max starts revealing the truth, you see moments where people are watching like, what? (laughs) <laughs> this is this an actual no way. cloth?
1: He's uh, not real?
2: So it's 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 really funny.
1: Like Desiree and Brenna should have known he's not fucking real after the he fucked her. Yeah, exactly.
2: Right, like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's but, like, but when he on. talks about the cloth being fake, I think one of them goes, What? what?
1: I think you're right. Yeah, Max gets back in there, turning the camera toward himself, revealing that the prayer cloths don't have healing power. <laughs> it's so it's being a cheap cloth made in China. Lane's regurgitation begins to slow down as Max continues spilling the holy water um, is from the bathroom sink. He continues. The numbers are still climbing. He, uh, he notices the numbers are still climbing up um, to almost a million viewers, causing him to switch gears back to lies. Lane starts throwing <laughs> up and spitting up blood again. Drew yells for him to tell the truth. He goes back to telling the truth, claiming that he was greedy and ashamed, pleading for their forgiveness. Drew calls out to Lane, asking if she's alright. She cries that she wants to go home, he understands, wanting her to t- uh, to think about Bali, knowing that they'll be there soon. She starts having another choking fit. Max yelling um, that he found him as Drew rebuttals for him to shut to shut up and check her throat he um he goes back in searching for whatever else is inside her mouth but lane switches back to the demon who then chomps down on his fingers <laughs> causing him to scream and writhe in pain he pulls out he pulls his fingers out severing them he as he cries on the ground she continues spitting out his fingers and then spits a large medallion toward drew he picks it up Turning it over to, um, to see, uh, turning it over, seeing his name and, um, and his face carved in it. He claims that it isn't after Max's confession, but his. He begins spilling that he's been keeping the lion's share of the profits for the past year. Max isn't even hearing him as he continues screaming in pain. Drew continues, and and this is so comedic to me because he's spilling out his fucking heart. Yeah, and and he's over. Like, ah! 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 <laughs> I funny. know because I I I
2: was thinking like. Would I even care if someone was telling me that after my fingers got fucking bitten off?
1: I don't care about anything you have to say. Take all the money you want. Yeah. Like, fix my fingers.
2: The actress that plays Lane, though, she does such a great job in these scenes, especially how she spits out the fingers. Yeah. It, like, kind of drops out of her mouth, and her expression's like, whoops.
1: (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) It's really good. It's really, really good. Um Drew continues sharing that he keeps up to uh to 70% of the profits justifying that the whole the whole show runs because of him getting there early staying there late but all he has to do is show up that being how he rationalizes keeping the money. He apologizes. Max getting up crying that it's okay, calling Drew his son and that he forgives him. <laughs> Moving over to him, Drew hugs him as Max comments that he's paying him back with interest. <laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> it's funny though. Um if it's like,
2: well, he's like 60%. Okay, 70. But it's like, if you're taking 70%
1: of the profits, how does someone not notice that? That's, I guess it was a different share? Maybe. Um, so like and it sounds it sounds like um Max just wasn't involved with the business side. Yeah, I guess. He was yeah. just into himself. Yeah. And just like making himself an icon. Yeah, good point. Um, but yeah. Uh also, for those who are interested, we actually have an interview with the actress that plays Lane, um, on our feeds that was back in like 2021 or 2020 or some shit like that. Um, but I'm can't remember her name. So I'm going to pop her name up really quick, just in case if anybody wants to listen back to that, it wasn't delivered by me, but it was delivered by Freddie, um, Alex and Like, yeah. So great actress, great actress. Um, great actress in uh portraying possession yes like pretty damn good job pretty pretty great job at lip syncing pretty great job at that um I'm trying to see if she was like in anything else I might know her in but I'm not seeing anything here so probably not because um, I've never seen her until this movie yeah same here Poor Riley has had enough and tries to run off set. The, the the demon telepathically flings a Jesus statue into her back of her head, <laughs> killing her. That's hilariously it. Hilariously shrugging, like, <laughs> <laughs> and no one does anything. Yeah, no one does nothing. No one cares. Like I know you just met her last week, but like no one gives a shit. They do not care at all. No one cares where Chris is. <laughs> like, <laughs> even when he goes into the bathroom. Later, yep. he just does not give a yep, fuck. I was gonna mention that too. Cut to a couple uh whose cars broke down in the Negev Desert, um in India. Uh the man's significant other wants to call someone it was in uh, Israel. Oh, Israel, thank you. Uh the man uh significant significant, or the man's significant other wants to call someone to come out and assist with a car, but he claims to have it under control, naming off a few possibilities. She do you have tools? Like what if it <laughs> is that? Like, how are you going to, like, do you, do you have a tool tool belt with you that you just bring to Israel? The, what I'm going to harp on is the comment that she makes
2: later. She's like, maybe it's the driver. And I'm like, (laughs) who talks like this? And also like the car broke down. You think it's because
1: how he was driving? (laughs) Like, come on. I didn't even put two and two together for that where it was just like, whoa, yeah, why would you, (laughs) but yeah, no, seriously, who talks like this? She considers him to be the problem as she goes to check her phone, swiping on Max's stream. The stream is glitching as she's trying to see, as she's trying to um, tune in. You're in the middle of the desert. How do you have service?
2: I don't know. And it seems like she's visiting. So
1: right. You don't live there. Yeah. That's a expensive bill right there. For real back to especially to stream it back in the studio they are almost um to a million viewers drew is trying to assist max with his hand um as he winces and cries in pain wanting to do it himself but drew continues helping him the demon looks over at the timer um there being 32 minutes left she comments quote so many sins so little time end quote the closet door bangs behind max but he's the only one who uh who heard it max weekly jokes um that he would make a, a great nurse drew returning that he'll he'll make a great corpse they both chuckle as drew reminds him that they that he was a boy scout and obtained his first aid merit badge max remembers laughing weakly that he did his for him this is so weird there's a fucking demon like a couple feet from them and they're just like remember when
2: we were boy scouts <laughs> oh yeah your fingers are cut off
1: oh man drew admitted that he did so that they so they could uh, make eagle scouts together max brings the attention back to their situation wondering um what they're going to do it seems like max was just always a bad friend like e- even when they were fucking kids like drew had to do everything for him I, I think Max puts it best. He was a little dumb.
2: Yeah. yeah <laughs> I think that's, that's what, it, what it was. Yeah.
1: They look back at the demon, which is staring back at them. Drew mentioning that it's it knows all of their sins, and if they confess, they'll live. Max doesn't know what, uh, what to confess. Drew thinking they need to listen out for more clues. The computer starts beeping. He runs over to the computer, putting his earpiece back in to reveal that they are losing signal. And the way that it's saying that they're losing signal is so fucking funny. It's like, 50% power, losing signal. Yeah, and- and it's just like all these warnings <laughs> and flashes. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is not how uh, this works. Yeah. <laughs> Our bit rate is lowering. <laughs> <laughs> he looks into it, thinking that the servers are getting overwhelmed by all the viewers. Max tells him to fix it. <laughs> some of the viewers thinking that, um, that it is their Wi-Fi. Max asks for Drew to give him some good news. The demon thinking it might be time to say goodbye to the audience and Lane. It convulses, bringing Lane back. She asks about his hand. Drew finds that um that the issue is local. He runs into the bathroom. How, how do you find that the issue yeah, is local? I don't know. <laughs> he runs into the bathroom um slash server room. Not uh acknowledging Chris on the floor <laughs> at all she calls for him wondering where he's headed max am- answers that he's trying to fix the signal because the feed is about to drop she yells for him not to do it and let it and to let it go drew responds that he's not going to allow her to die she pleads for him to come back so th- so he can be there uh, with her, when it happens, he yells for her to stop it, knowing that she doesn't want to die. She whispers that th- there's a bigger plan there. He's curious by this statement. Lane asks for Max to let uh, let her out, but he's not following. F- he's not falling for that shit again. She she pleads for him, but he's not buying any of it. She l- looks over at him, confirming that it is her. He pulls up a chair st- to sit next to her. The feed still glitching for, uh, from the traffic of people. Meanwhile. Drew eventually finds the port that's given given them the issue. He searches for the wires, finding that there are uh completely ripped out. And it was like not one wire. It like was like 30, 50 of them. Yeah, like,
2: <laughs> ridiculous.
1: Continuous, uh, continuously moving the box, falling uh falling back when uh these naked CG rats come running out. Um Chris uh, wakes up claiming that he saw the beast. <laughs> the rats. <laughs> I think he was talking about her. Yeah.
2: Well, so I thought so too. Uh, but the way he described her was it was like a, like a chimera, a chimera. Yeah, I yeah. thought the exact same thing. So, but we don't.
1: We didn't get that later.
0: Mm-mm.
1: It was like it. It it was like like a regular generic depicted demon, horns yeah. and flames and yeah. shit like that. Um, Lane brings Drew's attention back on her when she says that she loves him. Max and her stare at the feed as the percentage becomes lower and lower. What the f- if there's a countdown in percentages... <laughs> Drew springs back into action to fix the cable, eventually being able to swap it out with a a new one, allowing them to stay on the feed. Max sighing with relief, telling his friend that he did a good job. Looking back at Lane, but the demon is back, startling him and causing him to fall out of his chair. Drew continues trying to have Chris wake up and snap out of it. Chris apologizes, um, claiming that he fucked up, but Drew doesn't understand. He continues that he'll never be high at work again. (laughs) This is why I don't think he was possessed.
2: What do you think it was then?
1: I just think I just think he genuinely just I don't know what the
2: fuck it was, man. I, I think he thought he was high and having a bad trip and that after- he was
1: actually being possessed, you think? Yeah. Yeah. Um Drew doesn't care, thinking that uh he may be able to save them, wanting him to wanting him to tell him what he saw but Chris doesn't understand what they need saving from cuts to max walking backwards away from the demon as it glares at him whispering whispering for him to tell the truth he spins around going back to to a memory of him in catholic school drew finishing a prayer um finishing a prayer the sister accepting and telling him a good telling him good job while the quote holy mother deliver deliver us from all peril End quote. She calls for on, on Max, Drew whispering that he can do it as they trade places. In fact, he could not do it as he has to mouth the prayer towards Max, repeating the words that are on his lips. The sister yanks at his ear, yelling for him to not help Max. He starts saying the prayer as, as she yells for him to shut up and learn respect. Max tries helping him, telling her to stop while trying to push her as she slams his head on the desk over and over insane.
2: This was actually scary. It was. So I contextualized in my head, because we never got confirmation on this, but that that uh woman was possessed and working as a Catholic school teacher or whatever she was.
1: I don't think so, man. They're actually that mean. <laughs> but like, straight up, like, slamming. I w- I, so when I went to Catholic school, I went to Catholic school in the 90s. And when I went to Catholic school, they they did still hit you. Um, yeah, but banging your head on the desk repeatedly, that's intense. They, would, they probably wouldn't go that intense, yeah. but they would just, like tell you to raise your hands and they will hit your hands with yeah, rulers. Yeah, I've heard of
2: that. Um, the bottle cap thing, that's insane to that's me. That's also
1: intense as well. We At least I didn't see anyone do anything like that, but we did have like timeout rooms. Yeah. That was kind of like the Chokey in oh fucking Matilda. God. And it was down in the basement by the bathroom.
2: Oh my god.
1: Yeah. It was like a separate room and we all fucking hated going down there because it was it was in the basement of the school. Yeah. It was scary as shit. Fuck that. Um, and they would leave you in there for like hours sometimes. So, yeah. Catholic kind of like school sucked. <laughs> um, so they did do some torture and shit. I don't know if they did went that far because I'm sure somebody would be like, hey, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. Doing this to my kid. Um But so yeah. I the
2: context I created for myself was this woman was possessed by the same demon that's possessing Elaine, and um Max killed the woman through the accident of shoving her that we see later on. Right. And that demon's pissed. Or did she
1: die? I don't know.
2: Cause she like just like Ah. Screaming
1: (laughs) Their eyes stabbed
2: So I figured because the demon lost its vessel Which is kind of weak But Uh was pissed at Max And is back for revenge And like we got nothing We got no context to why This (laughs) woman is Torturing him again in this moment Cause she's She comes
1: back later on yeah. It's weird. And she like places her hand on his shoulder. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Drew continues saying the prayer until the adult Max hears his nickname. The sister grabs his shoulder, causing him to flip back to uh to the present in front of the demon. Drew is Drew um calms uh his Or Drew calms down, Chris asking for him to describe the beast um that was sitting in the chair. Chris cries that it was fucking scary. He's like, I don't know, it was fucking scary, man. (laughs) But Drew needs details. He sees something coming from the shadows, screaming for Drew to watch out. Drew yells for him to pull uh pull his shit together or they'll die. Chris takes a few deep breaths before explaining that it uh it was like a bird with fangs. It was hairy like a dog with a snake-like tail maybe um it maybe it being part man or part goat with, um for the arms drew is about to is about to leave out of the bathroom chris frantically asking what else can he do um he answers for chris to just stay there <laughs> weird leaving him on the floor and then he won't
2: chris won't leave right yeah he's terrified of what's in the shadows but he's like
1: i'm going to stay right here he's like okay i'll stay right here <laughs> This is how I help uh, coming out to uh, mention to to Max that he has some good news. Adding the, um, the filter into the database um, bird plus dog or wolf plus ser- tail serpent, whatever. He gets his his search refined down to seven possible matches, telling Max to check the monitor as all of the names flood in. None of them Satan. Hmm. Meanwhile, Chris is freaking the fuck out in the bathroom, but instead of just getting up and leaving, um, <laughs> he decides to lock himself in a stall. <laughs> <That's> so dumb. Me... <laughs> oh my god trying to convince himself that this isn't real he just um, took some bad shit a creature grabs at his legs trying to pull him out of the stall he crawls out from the stall but he he's quickly pulled back in able to get loose running out of the bathroom screaming and slamming the door behind him drew shouts what as chris frantically mentions that there's something in there wanting to uh, wanting them to help him Max demands him to get out of there and hide, Drew telling him to relax and that there's nothing there. What do you mean relax? There's a fucking demon, yep, sitting in the chair. Not just any goddamn demon. Yeah. It's the big, it's the big granddaddy of all <laughs> of them. Like, dude, what are you talking about? He doesn't understand what's going on, Max Max asking what uh, what is it that he saw, the demon wanting them to describe it for for them, mocking Drew by calling him Nancy Drew he shouts out well, I thought it was kind of funny he <laughs> shouts for, him, for her to shut the fuck up Chris starts whimpering as the bathroom door opens up to this alien like creature walking toward him Drew's not able to see anything though Chris grabs a box cutter walking backwards as the creatures start coming coming out. Uh, all the creatures start coming out just from random places. <laughs> he hides behind Max, pleading for him to let them get get him. They move back on toward the closet, but something bangs on it, causing them to move out of the way. Okay, so I assume Max heard the banging. Mm-hmm. But Max is still just like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird how they just, no one referenced it at
2: all through dialogue. Nothing. And like, they'll jump yeah. when they hear it, but... No one wants to say anything. No. That's so
1: weird. Max mentions one, one piece where it's just like, did you hear that? And yeah. That was it. Yeah. Um, Drew yells that he has to confess um, anything right now. Max begins revealing petty things, but he doesn't know what he needs to confess. He looks over at, at his religious painting on the wall, follow, um, following in... Into an almost trance like state. Drew not understanding what he's doing as Max begins remembering that uh, the uh, what the nun said, quote, Our Holy Mother deliver us from all peril, end quote. He uh, he has tears in his eyes telling Chris to pray with him. Chris immediately takes his hand and kneels uh, kneels as Max begins reciting Hail Mary. He closes with Amen. Chris doing to do, Chris closing with yeah, but Max makes him <laughs> say Amen. Um, he he does so. Max is thinking, thinking that that it worked. Running over to the camera to tell his viewers to never underestimate the power of prayer. The demon rebuttals that that it is the power of denial. The creature <laughs> latches onto Chris's leg, causing him to cut himself with a box cutter. Drew and Max are yelling for him to snap out of it, but he continues. Um, even hitting Max in the process. Finally, the demon forces the hallucination, the hallucinated creature onto his back. He takes the box cutter, trying to get the creature off his neck, but this causes him to cut himself in the neck. Yeah.
2: It's just a kill count.
1: Yeah. At least it was a little bit better than Riley's kill, I guess. Definitely. But, yeah. I don't know. The demon looks into the camera as the president, um, s- the president's son watches, telling the kids to not do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Max doesn't understand, knowing that he uh, got every word right. The demon comments about uh, um her patience and her time running out. There only being 19 minutes left, he shouts, asking it uh, what it wants from him. A noose made out of wires drops down with a stool moving underneath it. He realizes that it wants him to kill himself, it changing it to unburden um, your conscience. I thought that was an interesting way of putting that. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing that the that he values his public perception more than human life, wanting the viewers to decide his fate, allowing him to keep his life if he can keep his logo at one hundred percent by um, people believe, delivering their virtual hearts. <laughs> this reminded me of. Um like just lives in general. Yeah. Like Instagram lives and shit. You just can tap a shit ton of hearts and they do fucking nothing.
2: <laughs> it's just so funny how all the viewers are like,
1: come on, we got to
2: give them our love. And then just, and they're like, yeah, <laughs> they're trying really hard. hard. I felt bad for the, the president's son. Oh yeah. This kid Finn. is like in it. <laughs>
1: yeah. He's like so innocent. <laughs> But, yeah, I do feel bad for him. The president's son immediately starts sitting hearts, but it's not even moving. (laughs) Drew reminds him on why people watch him for his charm, bravery, and good looks, knowing that he can do it. Max looks up at 2 million viewers and counting before heading to the news and putting it around his neck, commenting that he has faith in his followers. He starts receiving many hearts as as he speaks into the camera, giving them a heart to heart, standing before them as he as a defeated man after countless victories over evil. He uh, he's claimed to have uh, met his match. Dude is still playing a fucking game. Right? Yeah, he's still acting. Another bang inside the closet behind him as the demon snarls. He continues that the force overpowered him and and murdered his crew. Another bang. He char- he changes it to his friends as the closet as the closet doors begins to shake, thinking that he's next, wanting them to have mercy on him. <laughs> The pounding continues, causing him to struggle to get his words out, holding back tears. The door opens up uh, to the nun standing behind him, Drew wanting him to continue going. He's not able to see what's, what, what he's seeing, wanting him to continue. As she appears behind him, he comments about how he's a sinner, wondering if they deserve to die. She grabs onto his shoulder with, his eye, with her eyes missing, whispering for him to tell the truth. He sobs as she comments about God hating disobedient children. He uses the saying, quote, love the sinner, hate the sin, end quote, as he remembers all of the abuse he experienced as a child. Almost uh, slipping off the stool, Drew knowing that he can do it. The sister telling him to uh, lie again and again as he, we see a sharpened pencil um, when he was a youngster. Max cries that he doesn't want to die, almost falling off the chair, crying that he can't do it. Drew tells him to go with his gut. He starts spilling that he's a phony and a fraud, and he's a uh, part of a character. Every episode being a hoax, except for tonight. Commenting that he's not a priest, but he once he was once being raised Roman Catholic, where he was taught to do right by God to fall fo- and follow the rules. Quote, do this, don't do that. Recite this prayer. Sit, stand, kneel. End quote, admitting that. That he was never good at it and he was a dumb kid understanding that it doesn't take smarts to know what evil is willing to always stand up for it or to it not for it
2: <laughs> it feels genuine right it um, does and it, it's I think at this point we're getting some decent writing for a, char- for a character right
1: yeah and, and at this point this is starting to like when they're in peril it, it feels better.
0: hmm Yeah.
1: Um, but when they just, like, need to just be regular shitty people. <laughs> They're shitty people. They're shitty people, yeah. Yeah. They're shitty at being shitty, I guess. Cut to the flashback of the nun, repeatedly slamming Drew's head into the desk as as Max tries to stop her. The sharpened pencil rolls off the table, Max getting a head start to run over to her as as he uses his battle cry. (laughs) 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 Pushing her over into the pencil, not realizing right away what he has done (laughs) as she lies there motionless, eventually turning over to reveal the pencil charger, i'd see screams and wails uh, <laughs> back with max admitting that the nun haunted him for years thinking that it was just god punishing him for, um for what he has done cut to a restaurant kitchen in dallas texas watching the stream because it's being broadcasted on the news it a would news never broadcasting a suicide yeah never <laughs> i yeah when when I saw that I was like, this would never happen. No. Look at this priest kill himself. Like breaking news. News has done some pretty shady shit. Like, for example, like with like cop chases and things yeah. like that. But usually they're pretty good at like like now, now there's there's a rule. Yeah. Right? Where it's um like three minutes um back. So it's not live. Yes, live. yes, yes. Um, so like that's the main rule so they can like cut it out if something does um, happen because that was caught on camera um, by a lady named Christine mm. um, where she was broadcasting live and she killed herself on the air. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, she was a news anchor. Um, there's actually a really good movie about it um, named Christine and it's played by Rebecca Hall um, who played in the nighthouse. Damn. Um, but yeah, it uh, is uh, pretty intense, man. Brennan and Desiree are crying as they watch and listen to Max speak about how corrupt the Catholic Church is, Co- uh, continuing that he quit the church, figuring that there was no God living by his own rules to pick, pick on somebody, um, questioning about who. But the only thing he uh, knew was religion. Uh, or religious rituals and prayers, which allowed him and his best friends to start this show. Not thinking thinking it mattered, it was fake because people loved it and they loved him. There being blood on his hands because of his foolishness, knowing that he doesn't deserve it, but he asked for forgiveness. The demon chuckles that this Hail Mary couldn't save him uh, this time, causing the noose to constrict around his neck. He chokes that he told them everything as it considers as... It considers mobs not caring about the truth. Max Max screams that he won't do it, and that um it that if it wants him dead, then it'll have to do it. The demon forces out Lane, causing her to scream as blood pulls from her head. Drew runs over to her, remembering that he can't get any closer as he screams,
0: No, 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 no. no! <laughs>
1: You calm down. (laughs) Max apologizes before kicking the stool um, from underneath him. I do like this um, callback, though, of the blood pulling out of her head Mm -hmm. because it's the callback to their last.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I do like that. A lot of the moments that happen in the skit in the beginning do end up happening to her. Yeah, exactly.
1: Because even the chair fall and the chair coming back up. thing. Yeah. Uh, Drew screaming and running back and forth between the two people he, uh, loves the most, <laughs> screaming for the, uh, for the demon to stop as he falls to the ground, screaming in defeat. Um, this dude is, uh, dramatic he's having a day yeah for real lane falls over in the chair as the excitement dies down even though max is still in the process of dying she calls for drew he moves over to her asking her to speak to him she whimpers that he's getting played wanting him to look out uh, look at the viewer count um it it surpasses 12 million I don't give a fuck what type of setup you got going (laughs) on the stream. That's not happening. No, it's not. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Sites have crashed. Fucking Twitter has crashed by Ellen DeGeneres posting a picture. (laughs) And there being over two million people liking it in a matter of two minutes. Yeah. So, like, yeah, no way.
2: Because that's concurrent viewers in that moment, you know? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: He remembers what she told him that uh that they were back at back at him about uh him being played and it being time to pull the plug. Drew gets up with this with the threats. The only thing I can think of with the twelve million viewers thing is if it counted the news. It can't though. It can't because I, I
2: I even thought like, man, that twelve million people are not counting the news, right? Yeah. So yeah, because like if in that one kitchen, right. Yeah. There's like six people in there. Yeah. So you can sure. count as you, you one? Can, or, can, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Max struggles to remind him that uh, it will kill Lane, but Drew knows that it needs a vessel. The confessions and the torture, because it's driving up the viewership, he antagonizes the demon but doesn't receive a response, which has uh, has him unplug the, the cable understanding that nobody will care what the demon does to them without being able to see it the room is still as uh, this room is still as he tries to continue catching the demon's bluff but max continues hanging for a few moments uh, how is he not dead
0: God yeah damn i was wondering the same Until, thing.
1: like at least passed out at this yeah. point um, he must have good lungs uh, until the demon finally allows him to get down the chair slowly levitates back to being upright calling drew a clever little pitch demanding him to restore the stream max removes the noose tiredly telling telling her no it reminds him uh, that he's in no position to bargain and the only way through this is to turn the cameras back on he rebuttals with a fuck you finally understanding that everything com- coming out of its mouth is a lie knowing that it's just going to kill them anyway it chuckles calling him a fake priest turned false prophet he claims to see uh, the writing on the wall it responding what it, um, that it sees everything drew has a brain blast heading back into the database adding another filter for oracle landing on the demon amon he slides uh, uh he slides back into his chair with his earpiece asking max if he's ready to save the day revealing the name the name to him and not hate how he fucking says this he's just like all right man ready to save the day and he's like fucking ready yeah he's like pumped not phase zero phase yeah <laughs> max tells him to restore the feed because he wants to he wants the world to see uh what he's about to die uh about what he's about to um say restore the feed
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like all of a sudden they're just action heroes <laughs> yeah this is uh this reminds me of, like, Nickelodeon. <laughs> Ready to save the day? Ready to save the day, man? <laughs> the stream is back as Drew reads the info of Amon being a marquee of, of hell, commanding 40 infernal legions. Understanding why it's so powerful. Max doesn't care about this shit; just wanting the rights. Drew clicks on it, but they uh, they weren't entered in yet. He runs over to the books on the shelf, quickly searching for it and typing it into the database as quickly as possible. Eamon smiles. That why did you just fucking say it? <laughs> Have point. him repeat it. What you're saying?
2: Or yeah, just well, he, or just start saying it. Yeah, because he later on is just doing it at the desk anyways. So, right? Yeah, he just, just start read it. Saying
1: the shit. Eamon smiles that um, that they are able to hold their own for a few more minutes since they have their audience back, wanting to bring Drew on the set. Max shouts for Drew to to watch out as one of the wires coils at his legs, wrapping uh, wrapping his en- entirely around his body, dragging him down on the floor. Before he falls to the ground, he's able to grab the AR glasses, <laughs> first, <laughs> and grabbing him in front of them. And I was even thinking, about something like, "What the fuck are you going to do with those? Did he's you like, even charge them? Okay, oh, wrapped. Let me grab my." <laughs> AR glasses. Instead of just starting to say it. Yeah. Well grab the book. Yeah. Um Max is about to cut the cable, but Drew stops him because he um he will just shock himself. I'm surprised that the book just didn't just explode into flames.
2: Me too. And I I, I thought he couldn't cut it because he I thought he said the feed will get cut.
1: No, I didn't I think realize he, said he would get shocked. Oh,
2: damn! Okay,
1: he's like he's like, no, you'll get shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Max pleads for him to uh to be to be let go. Eamon demands him to lift the veil, or he will, or he can just allow Drew to die so he can be set free. Max yells that he doesn't um know more. He doesn't. Uh, know what else he can say, but the demon yells that he does, and so does Lane. Bringing her back, she notices that Drew is all tied up, wanting Max to help him. He cries that uh, that it wants another confession, stammering that it supposedly knows. They both finally understand what uh, what they have to reveal. Lane tries to explain that her that her, um that her and Max were a thing before they met. Drew calls him a motherfucker, not understanding how Lane could uh, keep this from him. I'm like.
2: This is so dumb to this me. This is lame. Yeah, it no, is dude, very this lame. This is
1: like we're just airing out people's dirty laundry like is this <laughs> like is that, is that what we want to do? I mean,
2: from a writing perspective, it's like why are you going to do that to the only female character here really, right? That's true as well. And,
1: and on top of that, it's not that
2: bad. It's not, right? It was like it was it's before it's them, like before they even knew each other. Right.
1: No biggie. Um That's right. They didn't she didn't even know him. Yeah, she, she was like was. it was before we met. Yeah, like, like she met him first. Yeah. And she met him at an acting gig. You can't be mad. Yeah, like, motherfucker, I'm gonna kill you. (laughs) Like, yeah, he's straight up. (laughs) Like, it's gonna kill him. (laughs) Like, it was before you, dude. Yeah, calm down. I would be more upset that maybe she um kept it away from me. Yeah, but like the just actually having sex or yeah, but clearly he's
2: mad at Max, and you know we're jumping ahead, but. He gets pretty upset about the thought of him keeping the video, right? And I can see that perspective now because that I understand. Yeah, like you guys are childhood friends. Like out of respect for that, like you probably would delete it. But again, I mean, that's 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 something that happened before you guys even met, and so on. And how
1: many people actually go into their camera rolls and delete?
2: Yeah, and then not only that, but like it almost felt like he really didn't know it was still on his phone oh, and yeah, it could for have been sure. fabrication he, of the demon.
1: He, like, uh, it was very much established that this is just something he likes to do. Yeah. He likes to record his sex sexcapades. Yeah. And that's just it. Yeah. Like, it just, this is something he likes to do. Consensual or not, I don't know. But, like, I'm not here to say that.
2: But for... It seems like it because even the video that is shown, it's like... There's very much an awareness that the video is happening.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, for for him, this is just something he does. So, like, he probably has a bunch of different types of videos like this on his phone. Yeah. Between him and other women, and it was very clear that he said that like she was just another like woman. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. This is
2: this is dumb. Like, it, it was so unnecessary to add to the movie. Yeah.
1: This was very very lame. If they wanted to do something like this, just go all in and say they fucking cheated on him. Yeah, exactly. Just go all in. Like uh, at that point. I agree. I agree. He explains that he ghosted Lane and and that he was a dick, knowing that she already hated him and he hired her not knowing uh not wanting to put them at odds seeing him so happy. Drew struggles that he had had the right to know. She claims that that was going to Uh, she claims that she was going to tell him but she kept putting it off Max calls it ancient history meant to be forgotten she calls for Drew to look at him not wanting this to come between them saying that she loves him he repeats it back like hesitantly Um, still struggling in in his restraints Max yelling for Amon to let him go Max's phone uh, starts to ring he becomes standoffish not revealing it to others Drew asking who that is Max lying that it was the wrong number wrong number her but also
2: what your phone rang and then you pull it out of your pocket and there's a video playing like what
1: what happens here yeah. like this is weird um as he tries to place it back into his pocket the screen of the screens above um showcase a video that was taken by max of of him and max and lane getting dressed or undressed i don't know having her post. Them both being flirtatious and seductive toward each other, the video cutting when she gets closer to him. She reminds him that she told him to, d- to delete that video, him thinking that he did. Finally, the restraints are released. Immediately, Drew gets up walking towards Max, ready to throw them hands. Max swears that he would never watch it. Um, but Drew questions how many pictures and videos do- um, uh, does he have left of Lane on his phone. Lane calls him a cocksucker as Drew decks him. This is so weird. Like, why are you this mad? Is bad
2: now? writing. Yeah. Like,
1: what are you mad about?
2: I mean, I I get why she could be mad. It's like, you told well, me. Well, yeah. Like, it. you told me
1: you deleted it. But like at the same time, like, what if he did?
2: Yeah, not like he, the time. He
1: said, he said that he didn't know. He was like, I thought I did.
2: Not the time and place like, to be getting upset about you this. You guys
1: can't forget here that we're dealing with a fucking powerful ass <laughs> demon that yeah. probably is able to bring shit back like this. Yeah. I've been hallucinating this old <laughs> fucking nun this whole time. She's been here. So what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> Continuing to think about um, what's worse, him masturbating to his wife or the fact that he uses everybody. He can <laughs>
2: <laughs> the
1: fuck he kicks him, calling him a leech with a bloody mouth. Max comments about this is what it wants to drive themselves apart. The writing goes downhill here. Yeah, this is where this movie does not stick the landing. No, all of this is not great it's not drew gets on top of him like um liking the way he thinks punching him again shouting that he he treated him like a brother all his life not understanding why he starts choking him knowing um knowing that he he never cared about anybody else lane nervous nervous comments about drew going to kill max Um, Eamon, oh now you're worried Eamon coming back to instigate the fight between the two promising to release him in lane, Drew looks up at the screen, he he stops choking him, whispering for Max to uh, push the button um, he doesn't understand, he repeats it Max understanding now, he acts like he's trying to fight him off discreetly pushing the button to activate his stupid fucking glasses, (laughs) he has the rights up, how did you get the rights in there already? He typed it with his eyes <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He has the rights up. The rights up, and he begins to rapidly start to read them, causing Amon to become more violent, throwing anything that it can, claiming that he can't defeat it. He moves out of the way from the from the ladder, trying to <laughs> this motherfucker could set people on fire and all of it's throwing is just like random furniture. <laughs> 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 he moves out of the way from the ladder, trying to continue reading the rights, but a bookcase falls on top of him. He's stuck, but he's not, he's able to get, um, he's able to get, or he's able, he's able to grab his keyboard to put the rights on the teleprompter. He yells for max to take, to take over. Actually, that t- I just realized that teleprompter is hella high. It is hella hot. There's it's no point. It's fuck. Like, wh- why have a teleprompter if you're gonna have <laughs> it all the way on your ceiling? <laughs> like, it- uh, Max opens his eye like he's a fucking robot, stumbling. <laughs> yeah, when
2: he says did that? Blood. He's like, it's <laughs> Like Oh my god! <laughs> like, what were they thinking? They're like, yo, we got a deadline. We gotta finish this by tomorrow night. <laughs> we gotta. We gotta wrap this up. Like, dude
1: is like the fucking Terminator when he gets up. Oh my God! It starts to howl as as he starts reading the rights, having it go crazy, writhing and growling as all the lights and screens blow out, crack and explode. One last gr- guttural scream. I'm fucking crying Lane <laughs> places her head down Drew yells for Max to help uh, <laughs> him get out the shelf off him immediately running over to his fiance Max yells for him to wait but he doesn't listen trying to check on her Aemon is still present screaming in his face causing him to fall back to the ground the demon rips off its restraints leaving Drew to only say two words oh shit before <laughs> jumping on top of him while beating the shit out of him Max asks Drew for what, it should, what he should do He shouts for him to keep reading. Max grabs the glasses off the floor and to continue reading the rights. He grabs the, he grabs the cross as Eamon moves towards him. Drew grabs it. It's switching to Lane's voice, commenting about, uh, about him hurting her, but he's not buying it. It headbutts and flips him over his shoulders, but Max continues to the uh, rights while holding up the cross. Eamon lights the cross on fire and shatters the glasses, um, on his eyes, not allowing him to finish. He's like, I didn't finish. He picks him <laughs> up. He chokes, he chokes for it to finish him. Um, um, but there's five minutes left. Eamon asking for any ideas. He gives the good old go fuck yourself as Drew runs over uh, for the book. It catches everything on fire with an electrical shock, but not the book. Um, but he's able to get the book in time. Reading more of the rights, causing Eamon to drop max and scream viciously while moving toward the middle of the room, exposing dark wings and more exploding lights. How many lights are in this place? <laughs> <laughs> Causing Lane to drop the, to the ground and come back. He runs over toward her. She screams in fear, but he's able to quickly calm her down. So she can, so they can embrace. Max comes up, to, uh, comes up to them, wanting to say something, but Drew denies it. He understands that he doesn't deserve, deserve, deserve it. But Drew uh, doesn't want to hear another word, uh, from him as he continues hugging Lane. Questioning on what what he should do now, Drew looking at the timer um, that they are still live, considering him to ask his groupies. The room fills with evil laughter. Tommy's scorched body gets up from the ground. The evil laughter was like, a fucking Super Mario game. Like it was, <laughs> it felt like Bowser fucking um, laughing at you <laughs> when you die. The quick, they quickly move out of the way, not understanding why it didn't work. The demon revealing that he's no man of God and it's, and it isn't Amen. They all cower as they move back down to on the ground. Drew believing that that not to be true, since they wrote all the names on the list, narrowing it down. The devil leans in, revealing that that it was that. It was his list to begin with. Drew calls out to God, but the devil rebuttals that he's not there right now. Why do they always want to add this in movies? Like this fucking lame ass line. No, God's not here. (laughs) God is everywhere. (laughs) 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 Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) The only time I thought that the God is not here line was perfectly delivered was in 30 Days of Night. Have you ever seen that movie? No, I haven't. It's a vampire movie. Um, that I think is actually completely underrated. A little tiny with the CG effects, but it the co- main concept is there. But the vampires have their own language, where it's mainly like screams. Oh, They go I
2: would imagine. Or whatever.
1: But one of them can speak English, but very poorly. Mm. Um, which is their leader. And one lady's like, oh god. And he's like trying to speak while like the clicking and the screams are still slightly coming out while he's speaking it, and he's like, God? And he, like, looks around, and he's like, there is no God.
0: Well,
1: I like that. <laughs> and then they kill her. Oh, and it's, that's it's cool. It's, it's, it was the best delivery. Lifting Tommy's head up and dropping um, to his knees, says, we need a Vampire Month. We haven't done that yet.
2: Yeah, we need a Vampire Month.
1: We We've done every month except for Zombie and Vampire. Zombie, I don't mind waiting on. <laughs> same, same <here. laughs> revealing his true form as they all watch in absolute terror, he stands before them as Max has his hands in praying motion, the devil commenting about it being much too late for that. He grabs the wire, Lane yelling for Drew to cut the feed with a flick of his own. On, me. with the flick of his finger he flings her across the room max asking why them as the devil stares into the camera speaking in demonic language for all that's tuning in four seconds left before the devil terminates the feed on his own drew frantically tries uh, waking up lane yelling for max to call an ambulance f- uh, finally waking her up wondering what happened he comments that he he was hoping that she would tell him or tell them the whole time she was um, telling them to cut the feed, knowing that there's more t- that there's more to it than than that, but she can't remember all all who all who were watching the live stream are now in a trance, their eyes changed to stark white, all of them grabbing weapons to murder all those who didn't watch the live stream <laughs> <laughs> what is your end goal here uh. killing all of those all the killing all of them in brutal ways, leaving the president's son to murder his mother with a knife he found in the drawer. I didn't even put how they killed them just because I was like, I'm over this. That's fair. (laughs) Them grabbing his bear to hide his eyes as he um, goes to see his father, the president's assistant accompanying him inside to say goodnight to his dad. He drops the bear running running over to the president to stab him, allowing for his agents to also kill each other. What? Cut to Max and the others being taken care of by uh, the first responders. Drew letting Lane know that the show was canceled. The show's
2: canceled.
1: (laughs) She questions what now. He puts the ring back on her finger, kissing her on the forehead before being uh, wheeled. He follows her out as Father Max is left with the notification um, that he just hit 4 million followers. Where did the devil go? It blipped. (laughs) And, and his official, and he's also officially verified <laughs> <laughs> on this dumb-looking Instagram. Huh. Um, that was all it took for him to be happy and crack a smile after all of this shit. Terrible. That was it. Terrible ending. Like all of this, and you didn't learn shit. Nope. Then credits.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I again. I I think uh, I enjoyed. This movie's fun aspects. This movie's fun. Like,
1: I don't like take us bagging on it to be like (laughs) you know a detour to have you not watch it. This movie's fun. Um, I wouldn't recommend to a friend, but no, I wouldn't recommend to a friend. Yeah, but will I watch this with like a group of people? Absolutely, one hundred percent, literally. Yeah, like this would be for sure a flick I would turn on.
2: Totally. Got to go in with the right mindset.
1: Absolutely. Like, this would be so much fun to watch with a group of people and just to, like, just have fun with it. Yeah. You know? Um, don't take it seriously. But if you really want to watch something like fucking Scurry, you could do that, too. Not with this, though. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I, there's no movie facts for this. The movie's uh, pretty pretty low budget, um, so nothing I could find. But let <laughs> us know. What'd you think of the Clinton? hour <laughs> <laughs> over on our Twitter at nightlight underscore VOD, or you can head over to our discord, which is inside the show notes. We definitely want to keep this conversation going. So feel free to do so. Uh, but the next film that we're going to be uh, discussing is none other than the exorcist, which was chosen by our ghoulish Knights over on our patreon.com Dot com slash nightlight. the game. Awesome. Okay. This was Nightlight, our movie podcast was one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Hen Knights. Alongside me, we had David.
2: Stay, spooky, everyone.
1: Always and forever. With your help to, or excuse me, with your help, we can reach more foolish nights with your recommendations to someone who would actually enjoy the show. If your podcast app allows you to rate our show, please consider us giving five-star rating, as it honestly does help us out a ton. For extra horror-related content, head over to patreon.com slash nightlightpod. this night with a And okay. remember, everybody, don't forget...